three, a three, a three, two, one. Happy New Year! <laughs> Doctor said you got PCOS. Now go on, girl, just lose some weight. Till I took the symptoms into my own hands and reversed them naturally. So I became a dietitian to help my sisters feel the best they've ever felt. Take a step in my direction if you wanna put them wrong and take control of yourself. Join a sister and a mister. Happy New Year's, everyone. Hope your start to 2022 was a great one. We hope you got to celebrate with your family, your loved ones. Yes, and I hope this is a great year for everyone. Exactly. Happy, healthy, the whole nine yards. Yeah. <laughs> we just got done right now recording the podcast for the Sisterhood Private Podcast, which was really fun. Yeah, we got to cuss. I know. We're, <laughs> <laughs> we got to curse. We got to talk about Talene's personal story about her dyeing her hair or not and what she feels about it and like the pressure she feels. That yeah. was really fun. I've never seen you go off on a podcast like that before. Honestly, when I'm allowed to curse, I can really loosen up. <laughs> <laughs> and usually like when we're doing this podcast... We don't want to go on like a whole tangent because like you're here to listen to a specific topic. Right. And we want to deliver that information to you. And if we go off tangent, you're like, okay, what are they yeah. talking about? For like 15 minutes about, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But whereas on the Sisterhood podcast, we felt like we could do that. And it was like more fun to do that in that podcast. So yeah. If you want to get access to that, of course, you can join the Sisterhood. Yeah. The link in the description. Yeah. Once you join, you automatically get enrolled in the private podcast. So it's all fun. So today's topic is going to be all about working out for PCOS weight loss. Mm -hmm. This is my favorite topic to cover. One of my favorite. Because it's my favorite topic. Oh, I'm favorite. the PCOS personal trainer. Fine, fine, fine. It's his favorite topic to cover, but it's especially important because it's the beginning of the year. Mm -hmm. We all have our New Year's resolutions. You know, a lot of my resolutions in the past have been related to working out, being more active. Yeah. If you remember in 2021, my New Year's resolution was, walking? was to get more activity and walking yeah. in. Yeah. And I definitely did more than 2020. I mean, oh, it yeah. was a pretty low number to <laughs> beat, but still could have done better. But in the beginning of the year, I was really, really into it. That's amazing. And mm -hmm. yeah, we're going to go over all the tips, the main tips to help you start with your workout journey, how to start, how to consistently get going and how, what are the best practices to lose weight with PCOS workouts. Yeah. So it's going to yeah. be really good. This isn't going to be some generalized workout podcast. Episode. Oh no. It never yeah. is. It's yeah. about PCOS. Exactly. And speaking of workouts, if you already don't know, three days ago, we just released our very famous, I should say, yeah. four-week meal and workout plan for PCOS weight loss. I'm sure you've already heard about it, but these are four weeks of full-length workouts, meaning mm -hmm. we start from scratch to finish with Talian and I and with uh, special guests like Talian's friend, her sister, yeah. Liana, she's been on the podcast before. Yeah, yeah. She's in the videos too. Yeah. We all do the workouts together for the yeah. whole entire time. I did one of the workouts the other day. It was the upper body workout. And yeah. my triceps <laughs> are on fire. Yes. And of course, it also includes four weeks of recipes, all with video instructions on how to make them. And this is like a meal prep kind of a course. So it mm -hmm. helps you learn how to plan ahead of time right. so that you're making like 20, 30 minute meals real quickly. Saving money so you're not wasting money on like random groceries. You know exactly what you need, mm -hmm. exactly what you're going to make that week, exactly how much of the ingredients to get so you have enough for leftover lunch or something like yeah. that. Um, or put it in the freezer for the next week, like yeah. meatballs, for example. Yeah. So I've planned it all out for you with a chef. 
Rafi. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Rafi. Shout we out. collaborated. He came up with some great recipes. I twisted them into piece to us friendlier versions mm-hmm. of what he was saying. <laughs> What? <laughs> like he had great recipes, but oh, I had I see, to like twist them into PCOS friendly, like balanced yeah, versions. Portion sizes and things yeah, like that. The carb protein, control, carb, yeah. fat ratio, like it's all very important. So yeah. it's really every ingredient is specific. Every balanced meal is specific to PCOS weight loss and metabolism. And so are the workouts. Yeah. Even the ingredients that we use have shown to have benefits for different PCOS symptoms. Mm-hmm. For example, we use pumpkin seeds, which has been shown to lower DHT levels, which is the most potent form of testosterone. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Gathers or, around the hair follicle, yeah. makes hair fall out. Yeah. We've used different ingredients in there like spearmint tea or uh, different kinds of nuts, chia seeds, things like that, that yeah. are have shown that benefits for uh, symptoms that are associated for PCS women. Yeah. And, you know, you following a four week plan like this makes you start getting used to using those ingredients. So yeah. after the plan, you're always using it. Um, you're always putting pumpkin seeds in your salads because, you know, and it's like a thing now. And it's, yeah. you know that it can help you, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And again, the course will always be available, but until January 7th. So you have about a couple days left until January 7th. If you sign up before then, you will have special bonuses. So you'll get annual pass, the sisterhood whole year because we want we, we don't want to just uh, have you start your year the first four weeks. Right. Mm-hmm. We also want you to start the whole year. Right. Yeah. So you get the four week course forever. You have access to it forever. And on top of that, you get an annual pass to the mm-hmm. sisterhood where you can join the Facebook group and talk about sisters who are taking the course with you and so much Learn more. Learn about PCOS, yeah. get more recipes, monthly workouts, yes. everything like that. Yeah. And then also a voucher for the lab okay. testing because yeah. that's super important to know your lab ranges so mm-hmm. you understand your PCOS type understand what supplements you need to take you get a 30 minute call after the lab test Mm -hmm. so all of these bonuses are available only until january 7 yes so if you're thinking about getting this four-week meal and workout plan now is the time yes all right with that being said let's go ahead into today's episode topic which is how to work out for pcos weight loss now before we get into our tips we asked you this question on Instagram, PCOS.WeightLoss. We asked you, what's your workout experience been like with PCOS? I'll let Talin go ahead and read them. All right. I can definitely relate to all of these. So uh, let's see. Honestly, sometimes I'm so tired. I find it hard just to get started, says Soy Bimon. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, if you're fatigued, and we'll get into this in the yeah. episode. If you're constantly working out day-to-day and you're feeling fatigued day-to-day, you're not going to want to work out. You're going to feel so tired and it's it's just going to take away from your own motivation to work out. Yeah, absolutely. I'd say take a nap. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, Zari says, definitely switch to slow-weighted workouts and walking daily as my cardio. That's good. Wonderful. Yeah. Azu says, I run because I enjoy it and I've lost 7.6 kilograms in 10 weeks, so it's not a black and white no-no. Oh, absolutely. And that we absolutely. never say that cardio is a no-no either. And we'll talk about that today. Our tips for doing cardio for PCOS. Especially if you don't have problems with your adrenal gland. Mm-hmm. You you don't have like a stress hormone dysregulation. That's not like the root issue if you're PCOS. Yeah. Then running could be totally fine yeah. for you. And also depends on ins- if you have insulin resistance or not either. Mm-hmm. And we'll get to more about that later. Everyone's different. Yeah. Oh, this is good. 
She says, I feel after years of doing fast paced workouts, these slow ones are such a mental challenge not to rush. Mm-hmm. It is sometimes yeah. a challenge not to rush through them. But once you get the hang of it, oh, does it burn and feel good. <laughs> All right. Let me read a couple. Talian handed me over the answers. Crystal says, I get dizzy and fatigued when doing hit or heavy weights. Yeah, it can happen, you know, especially with insulin resistance. Can make you get lightheaded when you're doing intense workouts because of the blood sugar drop. Mm-hmm. A lot uh, of people get anxiety afterwards. Yeah, yeah, it's tough. We like jump right into CrossFit and things mm-hmm. like that. It's terrible. All right. Uh, speaking of CrossFit, Chelsea says I did CrossFit for six months and didn't shed a pound. Mm. So yeah, everyone can have a different result with each of these kinds of workouts. But I feel like most PCOS women, when we look at intense workouts and the results. A lot of them don't see results, and we're going to talk about some of the reasons why yeah. and what you, what you can be doing instead to help you see results, some of the modifications you can make. All right, personal trainer who I <laughs> married, hit it. All right, so the first tip is starting slow. So what this means is don't start your workout routine or your new year, your new workout routine by immediately working out every single day. This is going to give a big shock to your body. It can result in injury and it's going to make you not want to work out again or consistently. So instead of that, you want to like start incorporating the activities one by one. Instead of starting out to work three, four times a week, why don't we start instead by walking three to four times a week? I like that. Yeah, like going on a 30 minute walk three to four times a week. That gets your body to enjoy that consistent movement Mm -hmm. so that once you're ready to make the jump to the actual workouts, you're already in tune with your body to do it three times a week. Yeah. You've already created space in your day for movement. Mm -hmm. So you can swap it out at that point. Yeah. And think about it this way. Think about marathon runners. Marathon runners didn't get into running marathons from day one. They slowly, gradually moved up to being able to do those marathons, you know. So like they didn't, the first day, they didn't go ahead and run 28 miles on the first day. They started with, let's just say five miles, Mm -hmm. then 10, then 15, 20, 20. So I'm not trying to tell you to go run marathons. I'm just trying to give an example of how like you shouldn't rush into something. Absolutely. Especially if you haven't worked out as much in the past and it's new to you, or if you're very discouraged by not seeing results for years, Mm -hmm. you know, it's really hard to like get back on the wagon. And the best way, like Sirak said, is just to go on a walk, Mm -hmm. create that space in your day for movement. Then when your soul is ready, then you pick up the weights. Yes, 100% agree. Did you hear about that sister who took Ovacetol and finally got her period after a year of not having one? Incredible. I see those kinds of messages on Instagram a lot. How does that even happen? Well, Ovacetol helps with healing insulin resistance, a common root issue that most PCOS sisters have. And by targeting insulin resistance, we're seeing sisters kick those crazy cravings, finally regulate their periods, ovulate, and improve their egg quality. Each packet of Ovacetol has a 40 to 1 ratio of myo-inositol and D-chiro-inositol. This ratio is similar to the ratio that should be found in the body, but with women like me who have PCOS, this ratio is often imbalanced. So taking Ovacetol can be super effective in treating insulin resistance starting from the root of the issue. So awesome. It tastes like nothing. So just warn me when you put it in a cup so I don't drink it. You got it, boo. Check out the link in the description to get 15% off your order. All right, the second tip, do the activities you really enjoy. So consistency 
shows results. So try to find something you'll want to do consistently. Mm-hmm. Consistency is so key with yeah. all of this because you can work out for a week and feel good and then fall off of it and forget how good it felt. So you want to do things that you enjoy so that you remember how, you know, like, for example, I like to do slow weighted workouts in my living room watching Sex in the City. Mm-hmm. If Sex in the City is not on, I'm not into it. I'm not into doing it. Well, you put it. the nanny. Yeah, that too. Yeah. If it's not on, I am not like drawn towards the workout. Yeah. Sometimes we work out at my sister's house. You know, if the garage is dirty, this, that, like, I don't feel like yeah. doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to enjoy it to get that consistency. And mm-hmm. you could even change up the workouts, think outside the box, try different workouts until you find something you enjoy. Yeah. So maybe you'll enjoy a Zumba class mm-hmm. more, or maybe you'll enjoy like a group class, something with a group workout uh, I more. I love it. Yeah. Maybe you like slow way to workouts more. Maybe you like walking or running at a steady pace more than Do those things more often. Exactly. Do like a self-evaluation. Find what you like Mm -hmm. and that's how you're going to get consistent at it. Yeah. All right. Our third tip is don't focus so much on how many calories you're burning. This is a really common thing when you're at the gym, especially when you're on like the treadmill or when you're on some sort of machine that tells you how many calories you're burning. For example, like an elliptical machine. So what what do you do? You keep your eye focused on that number and it makes you just work harder and harder to get that number higher and higher and higher. But that really isn't a balanced approach. There are more factors to losing weight with PCOS than looking at how many calories you burn just during that workout. Mm -hmm. Instead of measuring your caloric output, create a different goal. For example, instead of seeing how much calories you burn, look at how many minutes of exercise did you do? Mm. How many exercises... Uh, Were you able to accomplish? Yeah, like how many sets? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. How many sets did you do? How many workouts did you do? That's what makes the difference with your metabolic health. Yeah. You want to change your focus from calories to metabolism. Yes. What am I doing that's good for my metabolism so I can burn fat after the workout? Yes. And we'll get to that too. There's a a different tip just for that. But that time is exactly right. It's exactly right. It's not about how much you're burning there. It's about how much are you going to burn after your workout? Exactly. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so start focusing like how you're feeling, your well-being. So, and this this can only happen when you establish a healthy and balanced approach to working out. Not by being obsessive about how many calories. I know the calorie thing. It just takes away from the whole point of a PCOS friendly workout. Mm -hmm. The slowness, the weights, the 60 second rests in between sets, like all very important for hormonal health. Mm -hmm. And building muscle. Absolutely. And we're going to get to talking about it later, but strength training, it helps increase caloric burn afterwards. And we're going to talk all about that in a couple tips. All right. The next tip is that it's not all about cardio. Aim to log 15 to 20 minutes of steady state cardio three to four times a week. Steady state cardio allows you to log more sessions and hopefully enjoy the moderate intensity activity more than the feeling of breathlessness you get from a HIIT workout. So that's something like fast walking, biking, Mm -hmm. swimming. They're all uh, steady state cardio options that keep your heart rate 
steady. Yeah, and you can also push this to 30 minutes too if you like to. And one of the reasons we talk about you know limiting cardio just a little bit is that when you have insulin resistance, which 80% of women with PCOS have, what ends up happening is when you go on a really, really long run, your body naturally will dump a lot of sugar into your bloodstream to use for energy. However, with insulin resistance, that sugar doesn't get converted to energy and instead it gets stored as fat. So maybe you're running for hours and hours every single day or every other day and you're not seeing the weight move, the mm-hmm. scale move. Well, that's that can be one of the reasons is the insulin resistance could be holding you back because of those really, really long workouts. Absolutely. And You'd not, be surprised. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying I've read a lot of people who have said that this was a situation for them yeah and they were running miles and miles and marathons and everything and they couldn't seem to lose weight even though for the longest time they were very physically fit and it's because that insulin resistance creeped up Mm -hmm. and their metabolism wasn't working the way it used to Mm -hmm. and the combination of factors genetic environmental this that pcos yeah boom yeah they're not losing weight yeah And when you do like these really intense runs, we talked about it before, but it can create a spike in your cortisol hormones, your stress hormones. And we talked about it before, um, but for a lot of people, for for everyone, when you do a really intense workout, Mm -hmm. naturally your stress hormones increase. This is like your adrenaline rush. It helps your body perform better. However, for women with PCOS, when these stress hormones are increased like this, they're not able to lower it back down as as fast as possible. As quick as, as quickly. other people. Yes, yeah. as quickly as other people. So what ends up happening is the stress hormones stay elevated, sometimes up for days, and then you feel like you're fatigued, you have anxiety, you wake mm-hmm. up the next day drained. You're like, I can't get out of bed, I don't want to do anything. Mm-hmm. And these are all th- these all can be attributed to these cortisol hormones being elevated for far too long. Right. Something to think about is everything that you do, everything that you eat, every way that you work out, what is it doing to your cortisol? Mm -hmm. What is it doing to your insulin? Mm -hmm. You have to think of these things when we have PCOS. Everyone's different. This isn't going to be the same for everyone. But you want to think like, do I feel fatigued? Like Sirak said, like, do I feel fatigued after this workout? Maybe it wasn't right for me. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. All right. The fifth tip. Uh, Strength training can be vital. So we talked about it earlier, but strength training consistently can actually help with your caloric burn after your workouts. So for example, muscle burns calories while at rest, whereas fat, it doesn't do anything. It just stays there. It's just sitting there as storage, whereas muscle, it burns calories even when you're sitting down at your computer and you're working or you're studying or you're just uh, watching TV, whatever. Yeah. So when you add lean muscle, you're basically increasing your metabolism permanently as long as you maintain that lean muscle. So that means with that more lean muscle, your metabolism, your caloric burn is now higher when you're sitting at your desk, when you're watching TV, when you're doing anything for that matter. So this is what this is what we talk about when it when Tyne said we want to fix that metabolic dysfunction. Mm-hmm. So boosting metabolism, more calories burn. And it can be really essential for weight loss. Absolutely. Super important. Arm yourself with a great metabolism and you'll be able to eat anything you want. Not anything, but you'll be able to metabolize everything that you're eating and it'll just be a lot easier to lose weight. Yes. All right. Sixth tip. Do make sure to include exercises that target lots of different muscles. Doing compound exercises 
These are called compound exercises. Yeah, when you're when you're combining different muscle groups mm-hmm. into one exercise, it's called a compound exercise. Yeah, it means uh, more muscles are working with each repetition. The more muscles you're taxing, the more calories you're burning. Um, you know, after your workout, and when you combine movements and multitask in the gym, not multitask like talk on the phone and work out. Multitask like do like a squat and then a bicep curl, right? Sure. Like two muscles at once. You increase your calorie burning potential. A bicep curl with a lunge. Oh, you already put that example on our I did. I did. Or a squat and a shoulder press are both great strength combos. And I will say that doing compound exercises saves time Mm -hmm. and energy. And in the four-week workout plan, Mm -hmm. we have a lot of compound exercises. That's like the main focus Mm -hmm. because you want to... So I just want to like break this down for a second, going back to the four-week plan. We have four workouts in each workout day. So like Monday you work out, there's four different workout exercises. Four exercises. In one workout. In one workout, right. But they're all compound. So you're saving time. You're working multiple muscles at once. It's a productive (laughs) workout. You're not just like doing like one thing. You're doing all the things in one. Yeah. Right. And you're not like jumping around from one workout to the next. You're focused. So you're going to do a, what is it? A squat and a shoulder press. Okay. You do the squat and the shoulder press. You just worked your thighs. You just worked your shoulders. You worked your arms. You take a one minute rest. You do a squat and a shoulder press again. One minute rest, squat and shoulder press again. Then you move on to the next workout. Yeah. So you're focused laser focused on those multiple muscles at once once you've taxed them as people in the fitness world say (laughs) you can move on to the next workout yeah and just to kind of talk about what Tyne said like saving time so think about this movement right here a bicep curl with a lunge or even the squat and a shoulder press normally if you did a squat of three sets three different times that's going to take you like maybe 15 minutes. Mm. And then you move over and you do a shoulder press. That's another 15 oh, minutes. Yeah. But now imagine you're doing them together. So you're literally cutting your workout time in half. Mm-hmm. And this is why I sometimes have trouble with HIIT workouts. is because you're literally doing a bicep curl, then jumping over to a mm-hmm. squat, mm-hmm. and then jumping over to a shoulder press, and then jumping over to something else. You're literally doing all of these compound movements separately, which is only going to make you run around the gym, make you spend more time, increase your stress give hormones, you anxiety. give you anxiety. You're like, like thinking, you're strategizing, like what's next, what's yeah. next. Just one thing, do it three sets, (laughs) then move on to the next exercise. Exactly. All right. Uh, We have three more tips. But before we go to that, let's jump over to the wins of the week. Yeah. Moving things around, aren't I? Tricky, tricky. All right. Why don't you go ahead and start with our wins, babe? Okay. Ibeyemi Balugan says, hi, everyone. I just joined over the weekend and honestly feeling really good. The dashboard is so organized oh, and it's everything I have needed since I got the diagnosis. Oh, my God. I love to hear that. <laughs> I did do my workout this morning. Excuse the lighting. It was very early in the morning here. And then she posted a picture of herself with weights. Ooh, oh, that's looking so great, good. sister. I love that. She took a picture of herself in the mirror with the weights. Love it. She looks amazing. I love a gym selfie. Our next win is from Ali. So Ali says, hi, first, I just want to say thank you for this program and group. It has given me a game plan and direction. The last four years have been a guessing game for me on how to lose weight that came on quickly and seemingly out of nowhere. Nothing was working, but I finally feel like something is working and I just want to celebrate a small win. I've been hooked on Starbucks and sugary coffee. 
I would get it almost daily, and since giving up dairy, I knew Starbucks had to go too. It's been a little over two weeks since I've been since I've given up the sugary drinks and switched over to 100% tea. I've tried this before, but I never had motivation to keep it up, but this program has given me the exact plan and motivation. Also, I am down four pounds in two weeks. This is the first time I've lost weight in over four years and kept it off for more than a few days. I'm thrilled. Thank you. Oh, That's my amazing. gosh. That is so great, Ali. That is so great. Especially, like, Tanya, we, we've... You've talked about a lot, so many scissors who've gone through something similar mm-hmm. years and years of trying and gaining weight uncontrollably and nothing working. And I'm just so happy to see the sister like finding the steps it took for her at least to kind of like make that happen. Honestly. And I love how she's so motivated and how she said she was going to give up dairy and she said, okay, I'm going to give up the Starbucks too. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just you feel good when you're making choices that make you feel good. And that makes you want to do more things that make you feel good. It's just a snowball effect of like good things. (laughs) And we're not trying to take anyone's pumpkin spice latte or anyone's, the, we know the Starbucks drinks can go gingerbread latte. Yeah. But just be aware. It's it's all about being aware. So you know what's happening. That's all. I will say there are lots of decaf teas like chai flavor and stuff like that Mm -hmm. that are very delicious yeah that can take the place of a latte yeah (laughs) a a sugary latte from starbucks yes and i'll say another thing decaf coffee with coconut milk it's bomb it is it is i have tried it and it is pretty good and they make it pretty good at starbucks it's a great latte with uh, coconut milk yeah most bougie coffee shops have it (laughs) (laughs) all right next we got the last one here vanessa She says in the sisterhood, I'm so thankful I came across a YouTube video regarding how to cure PCOS naturally. This may not look like a huge difference, but it really is. I found Talene on YouTube and was drawn in by her story. I have spent tens of thousands of dollars on face washes, dermatologist appointments, and facials with no help. Thank you, Talene, for sharing about cutting gluten and dairy out. Within days, my face no longer hurts. The acne is clearing up, and I am so grateful. That's amazing. And the photos she's posting. Yeah. I had the same acne. It is very painful, very deep. You can't pop them. It's just inflamed Mm -hmm. welts on your chin and face. And I can totally relate. I'm literally in pain looking at your picture. And you remember what happened to you that way? Yeah. I remember exactly how it felt. I'm so freaking happy for you. Great job, Vanessa. Love, love your progress. And I'm so happy you found us through YouTube and joined the sisterhood after. Yeah. For anyone who isn't aware, like YouTube, just same name, PCOS Weight Loss. If you go there, you'll find a lot of information, inform, informative content. But of course, we have a lot more in-depth information in the sisterhood about, you know, reversing mm-hmm. acne, reversing hair loss, facial hair, all these Resources kinds of... Resources for this. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So let's go back to our tips for working out. We have three more. So go ahead, babe. Okay. The seventh tip, be consistent and don't get discouraged. Hitting your workout goals week after week is what leads to the results, right? Mm -hmm. And that commitment to consistency is going to help make staying active a lifestyle Mm -hmm. instead of a one-time ordeal. And the simple act of repetition keeps the weight off long-term too. So if it's like a habit, you know, in a lifestyle, most likely you're going to maintain your weight. Yeah. And remember, plateaus, they're normal. If your results stall, just mix up your routine, tweak it a little bit. Maybe your diet needs a little tweaking too, or the type of workout you're doing, adjust it 
and keep pushing. Yeah. Sometimes just changing the time of day you're working out can make a huge difference. Mm. For example, if you're working out late in the day, try to see if working out earlier in the day will have a bigger benefit. Because some people will just, uh, have shown that when you work out earlier in the day, it boosts your metabolism for the rest of the day. Honestly, I don't think it's it's not that big of a factor. It's not that big. it's not going to be like a 20% increase. It's a very minor in- a difference, but it can still maybe be better for you with your sleep at night, yeah. with just your feeling better. Your mood during the day, the yeah. choices, the food choices you make that yeah. day too. It just like makes yeah. a little bit of a difference. Yeah. And remember, it takes two weeks to start a habit or it takes two weeks for a habit to like almost be permanent. Mm. If we just do something for two weeks, it's like your brain is immediately like, okay, we have to do that. I thought it was four weeks. Honestly, I've heard two and three weeks. Yeah. I mean, personally, what I hear from sisters, they do four weeks Uh and that's when they see, well, if you're doing everything at once, the gluten-free, the dairy-free, the workouts for four weeks. That might be too much. That's when you start to see like, Okay, this oh, is going to work. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then you're like, I feel good. And then you continue forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. All right. The next one is don't forget to fuel. So even if like your your goal is to lose weight with PCOS and work and from your workouts, it doesn't mean that after you work out, you shouldn't eat or you should starve yourself. Absolutely yeah. not. In fact, it's the complete opposite. Mm-hmm. If after your workout, you starve yourself or you don't eat, then your body is actually going to go to your muscles for resources. You might actually see the opposite results. You might gain weight, you might hit a plateau, mm-hmm. and you might not feel good. Yeah, I'm typically hungry after my workout, like 30 minutes afterwards. I'm like, oh, I could eat something. Yeah. You know, and that's why I work out around five o'clock, yeah, 530. Before dinner. Yeah. So I can eat dinner afterwards because yeah. my metabolism is mm-hmm. revved up. Yeah. That's what you're doing. The workout is revving your metabolism. So that's when you want to eat afterwards because you're going to burn it up. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so you want to have something that has, you know, carbs, protein, some healthy fats, this combination is going to help your muscles recover, get your energy levels up and have you burning more calories Mm -hmm. as your body repairs. Yes, that's really important. It's going to help your body burn more calories because there's always something in the furnace to burn. Oh, that's good. Yeah, it's a good analogy. Yeah. So I like to have dinner. Or if you want to have a snack, you can do like a piece of fruit with some almond butter Mm -hmm. or you could make like a little gluten dairy free peanut butter sandwich or something. Something that has fat, like Sirak said, fat, protein and carbs like balanced in it. You could even do like Um, a little smoothie, like add some protein powder, add mm -hmm. a banana, add almond butter in there. Yeah. And then boom, you already have everything in there. I honestly, I get a lot of questions like what pre and post workout shakes should I drink? Whatever. I don't. No, I'm not, I haven't like found one that I love or anything. So I don't suggest any of them. I just think that we should stick to whole foods. We should stick to balanced snacks, balanced meals. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't take a pre-workout if you don't have energy to work out. You should go take a nap. Mm-hmm. And that is method I will stick to. I, I completely agree. Especially like pre-workouts. A lot of them have caffeine as like their main ingredient, yeah. which we've talked about before not being helpful. But not just that. They have other like crazy ingredients that like, I remember back in the day when I was like 18 and stuff, I was like just into all that kind of stuff, whatever. And I would take these pre-workouts, me and my cousin, and we'd be like scratching ourselves during our workout, like scratching my head. I felt like my skin was itching and it was really weird. And I looked at like, it was the ingredients. It was like all this crazy stuff in there. It's just not good. It's just ridiculous. And I just want to also mention one more thing. Oh, wait, I forgot what I was going to mention. It was in my head. And then you said scratching and I got distracted. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Continue. I'll remember. (laughs) 
Okay, uh, why don't you give the last tip, babe? Okay, losing weight isn't just about the time you spend at the gym. You may work out for three to five hours a week, but you need to make healthy choices when you're not at the gym too if you want to see those results. So stand or walk for five to 10 minutes every hour. You know, if you're sitting at your desk, get up, walk around a little bit. It Mm -hmm. improves insulin sensitivity. Oh yeah, they say if you get up every 30 minutes, it will help your insulin sensitivity. Yeah, also getting enough sleep improves insulin sensitivity. Uh, Limiting your stress will reduce your cortisol levels. Remember, high cortisol leads to fat in the midsection. So reducing stress, getting good sleep. All these things are great. Like your your body is a complicated machine, okay? We need to understand what's going on. And once we understand how to improve that metabolism, that metabolic machine that we have, you know, that's when we see the results and that's when we feel and function our best. Yeah. That's just the most important thing, the bottom line. It's not about the hours that. and hours in the gym. It's about everything you're doing for your metabolism yeah. from eating to walking to sleeping to stressing everything and that may be like the most important tip out of all of these Mm -hmm. is not being focused on the hours at the gym but also remembering like it's more than that like like everything time just said sleep just making sure that you're walking at least throughout the day so you're not sitting all day while you're working Mm -hmm. you know stress all of these are going to contribute to your weight loss progress Mm -hmm. so yeah and i will say another thing i personally prefer that people tackle their diet before they start working out. I mean, sure, you can still work out. But I'm just saying like your main, main focus before anything with PCOS is to tackle your diet. Maybe it's working with a dietitian one-on-one or maybe it's just learning how to cook from home and make gluten dairy-free mm-hmm. foods and see if that works for you. You can do it while you're working out, obviously. But I'm just saying you can't overcompensate with workouts if you're not eating the way that's right for your body. Yeah. I mean, even though I'm a PCOS personal trainer, I agree that diet comes before exercise. At the end of the day, we want to see you get results. So there's no like one trick pony. Like it's not just like one trick (laughs) pony that's going to like reverse everything. It's the big picture. And we're always talking about that on this podcast and in In the sisterhood, all of our programs. Yeah. Yeah. And for anyone who is interested on starting their workout journey, as we mentioned before, there's a four week plan that's out right now that can be very beneficial if you're trying to start with, you know, some instructions. If you want to start with a group setting, because, again, we're doing group workouts in the videos so you can kind of follow along with Tali, with me, with fellow sisters in the videos. Mm -hmm. So it's a really fun place for you if you want to get started. That's right, sisters. Yes. So I hope you take this course, this four week plan and message us. And if you didn't see the IG live we did the other day, the other week with a fellow sister named Kelly, she went gluten dairy free for four weeks in the beginning of 2021. Mm -hmm. And it kickstarted the entire year for her. Mm -hmm. She lost 50 pounds, five zero zero in the year of 2021 after trying gluten and dairy free for four weeks. She just started layering in the other components because she was like, this is going to work for me. I feel great. She did the workouts. She cut out caffeine, da 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 da, everything that we talk about. So I'm just saying four weeks can be life-changing. Exactly. I love that. Four weeks can be Mm -hmm. life-changing. All right. So I guess that's the episode. Sometimes we just want to keep going. Like, let's talk about something else. Let's talk about... The hair debacle that we had on the Sisterhood podcast. That, yeah. that was a whole thing. You have to join the Sisterhood to hear that one. Yeah, that was, it was really funny, though. Alrighty. Well, we love you, sisters. We hope you have a great rest of your week. We hope this was a great start to your week. 
And again, we hope that 2022 will be your year and we know that you'll crush it. Yes. We're excited to hear about your progress in 2022. And hopefully we will be talking about your wins on a podcast episode next year. Amen to that. Talk to you soon, sisters. Take care. Bye. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have to come check out The Sisterhood. It's my monthly membership site where sisters just like you are learning how to move through the stages of PCOS. From stage one, cold and alone at the doctor's office, to stage five, nailing the PCOS lifestyle, gluten and dairy free. Get ready to finally feel in control of your body again.